welcome to Fail University, the show so pretentious, it's stupid. I'm Nomi Caravani, also known as Dr. Noam Chomsky, PhD Cup. Like most universities at this time, we're accommodating students at a distance so they can hear the dumb things we say at home. So on this episode, we're discussing a topic very apropos, the plague, the bubonic plague, also known as the Black Death. I guess that's how you know it's a big deal because of all the names, obviously. On this episode, we have Andrew Bucket, who prepared by reading 40 pages of a Daniel Defoe novel, Stephen Chen watched a DreamWorks movie, Michael Summers listened to a heavy metal band, and I've read some YouTube comments. Brittany Carney also joins us with some nursery rhymes revisited. You'll notice that in this episode, Brittany Carney's audio is fucked up, and uh, I guess that's basically on brand for her and the show. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode and we'll be putting another one out soon again. Before we get into it, let's go through some uh, background on the bubonic plague. Let's go back in time. Harp sounds, you have those sound effects, Dr. Summers? I don't have any, oh, I can make some. You want me to make some sound effects? Yeah, let's hear it, yeah. Oh, okay, Uh, there, hold on, wait. We're going back in time. Let's get ready for the bubonic plague. Excellent. So, I mean, these are some things that a lot of people know. Uh, It started in the mid-1300s. It killed about a third of Europeans. One in three were dead. Um, That's what a third means. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to be clear for everyone out there. You know, we don't know what level of math everybody has. So, uh, it's... uh, the plague kind of infected people every 50 years. Sometimes it would go, sometimes it would stay. And it, uh, it lasts up until 1700 people were worried about getting it. And that's, that's when it kind of ended. And now where did the plague come from? It obviously uh, came from the Jews. It is from Central Asia. It's believed to originate in Central Asia. Um, so you can all think of uh, uh, a name for it. China. Chinese. <laughs> 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 I will abstain from contributing. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody knows, the plague was transmitted by rat fleas. Uh, the black rats had uh, these fleas, which were infected with the plague, and then. The plague bit people, and and that's how people contracted that disease, rat fleas. Isn't it a complete? Not the rat. Rats weren't biting people. Rats weren't biting people. I mean, rats will bite, but the the fleas were mostly biting people. What happened was the sanitary conditions back then. I mean, there weren't any. It's just imagine a world without toilet paper, which we're approaching right now. Yeah. It's oh, nobody was wiping their butt back then. Nobody, no. yeah. You would wipe your butt with your neighbor's cat. Sorry? <laughs> I yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it either. I think... But you don't need toilet paper for things. For most things, right? You can just splash up from the bowl if you're at, you know? You got yeah, but now it's like groupthink. Now it's like groupthink. I see everybody leaving the store with so much toilet paper. I want to get it too. I think one I'm person like, was oh. leaving with uh. a lot of toilet paper because they use a lot of toilet paper, and everyone's like, "Oh no, we need to get 
all the toilet paper. That's like, yeah, it's like popular delusion and the madness of crowds. It's like you see a lot of, you see people running and you start to run. So it's like people saw one yeah. person and obviously probably one person had IBS and they were like getting a lot of toilet paper and everybody's like, oh, I should probably do that. Yeah. Maybe it originated with one guy from China with IBS. IBS. I'm just, <laughs> just guessing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I like I like how everybody's turning to bidets now. I think that we're we're definitely moving forward as a society thanks to the plague. Or who hasn't um, run out of toilet paper and just jumped into the big bidet, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I've started I mean, thinking. Why is bidet one of the words that we've we don't have one for, you know? Like fiance and bidet. It's like <laughs> we don't have a what's the American <laughs> English word What's for a bidet. Anything What's... that goes in, in or around the butt, we we don't translate. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the Fra I wonder if the Franco et etymology of fiance is butt related. Yeah, it's attached to butt. That is what yeah. it translates <laughs> right. to. Butt to butt. <laughs> My, it's a permanently kissing butt. Um, so, um, maybe you can start us off, Dr. Andrew Bucket, with, uh, presenting your research on the plague. Oh, yeah. So, this is, um, really fun. I, mine is actually textual. So, I have this book, um, it's called Journal of a, Journal of the Plague Year by Daniel a Defoe. A book, never mind. Dr. <laughs> Summers, would you like to... <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Soon to be on Netflix, so I think it counts. Um, yeah, Journal of the Plague Year by Daniel Defoe, who you may recognize from writing Robinson Crusoe. Oh yeah, um, I had a quote from him too. I wonder if we'll we'll, we'll say the same quote. Oh, I'm not gonna quote from. I'm not gonna quote. So you get to have the quote, but um, oh, it's thank God. <laughs> uh, it's um. It's ostensibly a novel, but it's based on his uncle's diary. Uh, so he didn't write. He, it's it, so the plague in 1665 that went through London and it killed 100,000 people. Um, he was like five years old when that happened, but his uncle kept a daily diary of what was happening in London from like the very beginning of the plague all the way through the end. Yeah. And then he and adapted. And he was that. a white male author so he had to distinguish himself one way and, and this was really all he had yeah um and then uh i think 50 years later he adapted his uncle's diary into this novel but it it's considered to be like a historical document anyway one thing about it so i, I read the first two bits which is like 40 pages and it is exactly yeah. What is happening Congratulations, right now? Congratulations, 40 thank pages. You. Thank you, thank you. Wow, isn't um, that impressive? Tell, mm -hmm. Did any of you read 40 pages today? We, sh we really need to give Dr. No, Bucket a round a of applause. No, to hit that number. <laughs> well, what are we counting as reading? Because I, I looked at 40 pages. I like, you know how people, when they, they speed read on TV and they just kind of look at it and move on? I kind of yeah. did yeah. that. So Like Goodwill hunting style. How yeah, I pretend exactly. to read in coffee shops so people think I can read. <laughs> How long did it take you to read 40 pages? Because that's the real, uh, you know. That's the real question we need. How intelligent you are. 
um, for I three years. I could do it, but it would take me all afternoon. Yeah, I'm kind of like um, that cartoon dog Rhubarb, who was like <laughs> read for four hours and was on his third word. That's kind of what I do. Um, <laughs> That's exactly uh, oh. how I read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so in London, when this happened, is exactly like what happened here in our current plague, where like he says these things where it's like, oh, and we heard of some distant rumor of the pestilence, like over there in that town. Anyway, we occasioned the tavern that evening. And uh, so like everybody just thought it was a complete like, overblown, <laughs> not a big deal. And they were all just like going to the bu- like the bars and the brothels and stuff. And then like, and it's like, oh, and then it like gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And like, uh, then they like throw down all these rules that everybody had to do. And one of them is like, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's literally everything. There's like what to do with the people in jail and what to do I with think like. That, I think that is a tradition when once you hear about a plague, you go out and have drinks and celebrate. That's right. <laughs> that's what everybody should be doing. And now the bars yeah. are closed. We're like just slowly becoming Muslim. The bars are closed. Oh, my yeah. God. That's yeah, true. Um so, and then from this, anyway, so that's kind of like where I started, but then I just plucked out kind of like the tightest stuff and then went from there. I found out about this, in, so the Italians sent the, the living infected to an island of death called Poveglia. And Poveglia, like, Poveglia. <laughs> oh, I hate the pizza in Poveglia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I vacationed in Poveglia, <laughs> but there was nothing but corpses. Oh, it smells so bad in Poveglia. <laughs> yeah, it's what? like you what? go to to the travel agent back then, and they're like, we have a really cheap place for you to go. <laughs> You're going to love it. Nobody's going to be there alive. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they say like innumerable people died there. They, there's like no way for them to even estimate how many people died there. But the lore is that 50% of the soil is human remains. So that's wow. How are the that's crops? Pretty, like are the crops good? Booming. Yeah. <laughs> they taste like chicken. Yeah, and the sh- the shrooms are so dank there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to think of innumerable, like who's deciding it's innumerable. It's like maybe it was just a guy who wasn't down to count. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to count this. Right now. <laughs> Lazy and bad at math. <laughs> yeah. It's like one, two, ah, there's too many here. Innumerable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is it like a Shakespeare thing? No. Okay. Is, is no. what? <laughs> Like innumerable, did he? Ma- is that one of the words that he quote unquote made up? Even though. Oh right, like eyeball. Tell oh. us more about Defoe. Oh, uh, Doctor Bucket. Well, so another thing from Defoe, I learned about the first ever quarantine, um, but they didn't really understand what they were doing. Um, the but entire. But this was London, 1660s. So. People were quarantining in the 1300s as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so bef- from what I'm saying is from this, I just like went off and did other times and other. I just like kind of, not everything is from Defoe, but it started there for me. Oh, okay. Um, so first, first, the first quarantine. The first quarantine. Did you guys see, 
Wait, uh, the pause. Yeah. Did you guys see the video of it was like ninth day in Italy of quarantine and it was a tiny little girl had to be five years old just kicking the shit out of her dad. (laughs) (laughs) And the mom had to like, I mean, she was like learning how to box, but then she just went to and it was brilliant. You guys got to watch it. That's sick. Get them when they're down. So. It was in uh, Ragusa. They called it a Trentino, and basically they just like closed off the city, but they didn't have any idea what how germ theory worked, so they didn't. Yeah, like... they thought it was miasma. It was something yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Miasma. Um, and then the last thing I had was that, uh, so in twelve fifty nine, also in Italy. Um, a fellow by the name of Raniero Fasani, a.k.a. the Hermit of Umbria. Um, so they've had flat... I feel like that's, yeah, that's a moniker we don't use enough. The Hermit of... The Hermit of this place or that place. I know. I want to be the yeah. Hermit of... The Hermit of Columbia Heights. Does um, that have a, f- a feminine? Uh, is, do you become like a Hermetress? Oh, I wonder. Yeah. It's or is it sort of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Or is it pangender? Well, do you have to... What qualifies you as one? Is it like passing the bar or is it more like being um, a scholar? You can just call yourself one or yeah. like... Um... Yeah, I think there are going to be a lot of people uh, staking a claim to the hermit uh, title after this. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, but they're just like a they're... hermit. <laughs> They're just like weekend warriors. It's like you just stay in on the weekend, dude. You're not like the hermit of Bushwick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they've had flagellations historically, like whipping is like ancient. It's like prehistoric, like whatever. But um, the idea of self-flagellation originated in the plague with this guy, Raniero Fasani, the hermit of Umbria. And he started self-flagellating and organized processions of other... um, masochistic fellows who okay would... so when he was flagellating what area of the body would he focus on when he was it's his back so they have these contraptions with it's basically like a cat of nine tails but it's like you, you know it's sort like of like a the, whip yeah it sort of has the ergonomics of like a self-massager so you're just like throwing it over <laughs> your shoulder <laughs> and then dragging like um and he organized he basically started this like cult of guys that would walk the streets and try to like mitigate well, they all thought it was like the plague was divine judgment so they were trying to punish themselves so that they wouldn't get it um and, and did it did work, it work? <laughs> <laughs> great well, minds to... great minds <laughs> yeah if they're all if they all don't have it and they're all just hanging out with each other doing this by some indirect, uh, it might have worked in some indirect way because they're only hanging out with each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just more Maybe. isolation. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, or yeah, social distance. But was um, there a sample group of people that were isolated that weren't flogging themselves? Yeah, the rich, and they the died rich. at lower numbers. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so 
I don't know. I don't know if beating yourself works, but I'm going to give it a shot if this keeps going on for a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, will, what will be your weapon of choice? Uh, I'm going to start off by pinching myself. Uh, I've let my, my nails have and work your way long. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but I'm so going to work up from pinches, uh, and we'll see we'll see how far we get. Excellent. But this um, it can they still do this today. There's still like groups of dudes that walk around. Uh, they, there's huge parades they still have in Europe of guys doing this. I think they have it in parts of Southeast Asia too. Um, it's like and... the anti-gay parade. <laughs> yeah. Gay pride. I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah, that's a straight pride parade. I saw a lot of self-flagellation at the gay pride parade, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Self? Well, really? I feel like they'd be doing it to each other. Well, some, is yeah. this kind of, is this the birth of S and M? I wonder, like, if these, like, the plague ended and these guys were like, I don't know, can we still kind of just keep doing this? Just in case, yeah. you know, they don't know when the plague ends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah true. it was just some guy who was still hard from it all. And then he was like, oh, I think I saw somebody coughing over there. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get out my, out. my very brutal back scratcher. Yeah. yeah, he's just like blowing like pepper in like people's noses. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, no, you're sick. <laughs> it's just allergies. Anyway, um. Yeah, that's those are the the fun facts that I pulled, and um, I do recommend this book. It's 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 actually I can't even believe they call it a novel because just by looking at it, there's not really any f narrative to it outside of like just the onset of the plague and what they did. It's not like there's a romance or even conflict besides the plague. So i learned a lot already yeah. i didn't know that it was the fleas on the rats i thought it was the rats. oh wow really you didn't know that oh dude that's 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 bubonic plague 101 man yeah they they should have told me because i've always hated rats because of that and i should have known it's just the fleas now this bug is from bugs dude aren't there still okay, people getting it wasn't there a resurgence of the bubonic plague recently uh, well, yeah, I guess it, it pops up here and there, but there's a cure now. But if so. you get it, it's like, what the heck were you doing? Yeah, they like literally treat it with antibiotics that you would get for like the flu. Uh, yeah, you get yeah. a Z-Pack and you're, you're all set. Yeah, like your aunt has the cure for like the bubonic plague. Yeah, it's Campbell's chicken noodle soup and some Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it would suck to be live back then. Yeah. Know, no sprite fucking idiots you go into the here. doctor and they're just spanking you and you're like this is hot <laughs> they're, they're but just, i'm sick i learned yeah. this from my from my pride group <laughs> right you go to the doctor um, and your doctor's like your problem is is you have too much blood you gotta let some of it out of there you're too full <laughs> <laughs> you're about to pop yeah <laughs> Uh, so something interesting, a journal of the plague year. That's that's oh Defoe's God. book, right? Mm-hmm. Which he rips off from his grandfather. He's like he's like um, I don't know, you know, people coming out with novels now about nine eleven, and they were five years old when it happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. So a a scene of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, there's like a guy with um a uh, a big 
Can you hear me now? What do you call it? Carriage. Yeah, can you hear me now? And uh, he's, right, he's yelling like, bring up your dead. Bring up your dead. Bring out your dead. Yeah, that was, that was based on this book that uh, you were talking about, Bucket. And then there's a kind of a funny scene where a guy, they picked up somebody who was alive and they were like, uh, so the people who were carting away the, the oh. dead, they were like, there's somebody in the cart not quite dead. <laughs> so another called to him and said, who are you? The fellow answered, I am the poor piper. Where am I? <laughs> and and the dead the dead carters asked him, where are you? Why, you're in the dead cart. And we're going to bury you. <laughs> and then he says, the poor Piper, but I ain't dead though, am I? And then he jumps out of the cart. So and went Monty about Python his business. Stole that. <laughs> yeah, I'm they not stole dead. the bit. <laughs> yeah, they stole <laughs> they, they stole the bit. Defoe's estate should sue. Uh, they need to be called they need to be called out by Joe Rogan right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Did you guys see Joe there was like a clip going around of Joe Rogan just like be talking about socialist things. He's just like everybody talking about like human rights and stuff. Uh-huh. Did you guys see that? I uh, know. I guess he was talking about just what's going on now, and I don't know. Oh yeah, he he. That was a huge controversy. He was he endorsed Bernie, and then and then people were like, nobody, you, Bernie shouldn't accept his endorsement because he said that trans women, uh, or I mean, sorry, trans men should not fight women in the ring. <laughs> you know, so so he, he criticized. Uh, trans athletes. Uh... Yeah, it is. It is. In response to what? It is like, very sad that he gonna... won't be our president. Yeah, if you got good stuff, it is... you're gonna attract is he a Bernie guy? folks. Yeah, true. But if you get high enough, Bernie uh, talks daily uh, during this crisis, and you can pretend that he's the president. That's well, what I've been my, doing. my my. Oh wow. Oh, we're not going to get into this, but I don't. I think Biden died last week. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We haven't they heard from. They just have a, a decoy out. <laughs> He's a, he actually died well, six Bernie months ago, and they've been weekend at Burnieing him. Yeah. <laughs> Why? He does seem like he could just be a bad robot, and <laughs> he just like sometimes forgets when people are around him. <laughs> yeah, if you'll notice, he always is doing like the. He looks like a marionette when <laughs> we talk about the cat player. situation. That's what I was going to talk about. Excellent. Um, and I also have some stuff on uh, the new metal band Disturbs uh, hit single, Down With The Sickness. But we can uh, do that later during the pop culture segment uh, no, of yeah, this. You could do it any time. Um, yeah, Pope, Pope Gregory the Ninth, uh, who is the Ninth Gregory. Uh, <laughs> be fucked he, um, up if he was the seventh <laughs> anyway he uh he he had it out for cats he had a real hard on for cats he um he hated them so i guess he had a softy for he had he had a real soft one for cats and he he told people that uh they're the devil basically or they're demons that talk to the devil 
and he uh, told everybody that they should start killing all the cats. Oh and God. it is believed that uh, after they got rid of the cats, the rats were just like, you know, cats away. The rats will get fleas and kill everybody. Um, although this is, a, there's no like proof. There's no say. proof that he killed cats or that that cats had the disease. Cats didn't have it. They just disappeared and they, they weren't killing the rats. Yeah, that was the issue. So there, there were tons of like stray dogs and cats in the streets. And whenever any kind of sickness would break out, they would try to kill all the cats and dogs thinking that they had the disease that that, you know, affected people. Right. But if only they, I guess they just hadn't discovered the cuteness of cats until later on. Is that something in human civilization like you had to it? Yeah. yeah. Was Egypt affected by the plague? Because of the granaries, Egypt right? was in the 1300s, but it's like a very different society than of ancient Egypt. That's like, that's like uh, 4,000 years earlier or 3,000 sure, years earlier. but are they still earlier. cool with cats? No, please. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but how did we get into cats? I mean, like, uh, like with Egyptians and, like, I feel like dogs got, like, started, like, kind of as, like, wolves, and we started, like, Maybe. domesticating things. The campfire theory, yeah. And making them, kind of. But, like, with with Egyptians having cats, because we always see, like, the paint, paintings and stuff, but, like... Was there an active yeah, dismissal of ancient get, Egypt How did they get theology? cats? Did they start with the domesticating a... Yeah, I think so he it's, took a I think while. It's thought to be this That's like a, a, this uh, breed from Asia, this like oh, yeah. smaller breed of uh, <laughs> wild feline, um, and they just uh, as soon as humans started keeping food stores, uh, rats and other rodents would eat from the food stores, and it attracted cats. And they uh, people just noticed that if the cat you know pissed. Uh, and just stayed around in an area, they wouldn't really get any uh, of these rodents, or the cats would kill them. And so I think it's that kind of uh, that kind of campfire uh, domestication uh, theory as dogs, except for it's not a fire; it's just food and pests. Oh. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I thought if I was gonna get a cat, if I had mice here, if I had mice in my apartment, I would. That's really the only thing that kills mice. I think that's why so many bodegas have them. I've tried I, mm. in New York. I had such a, a mouse problem that I just gave up. I decided to live with it because yeah, like what it really everything. Is, it's the piss. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. you don't really need a cat. You just need its piss. Yeah. Because the, mi the mice, they smell the piss. And you'll smell the piss, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I do not strong. like the. But nobody wants to be around it. Um, it's a natural deterrent. Um, in, in some places, they use it in lieu of mace. It does smell yeah. really bad. I have three outside cats. And you have three outside cats? Yeah, like two of them will come inside, but one of them won't. And I've had one of them for like five years now. But before that, when I lived in this house, we did have like a rat problem, like to the extent that my sister was crashing here and slept on the couch, and a rat ran up her body while she was sleeping. Oh... Rats Isn't that confident. the most horrible? I, I know, right? So then we got these cats. Oh, and I then would be so traumatized by that. She was. She came running. It was four in the morning, and she comes running into my room screaming, and I thought, like, an intruder was in the house. 
but also like equally kind of a scary yeah um so then we got these cats and i was like oh my god it's been a year and nary have i seen a rat and then i was like i should tell everyone about this and i was like tell everyone that cats deter rodents cool you just like reinvented something they figured out three thousand years ago like (laughs) (laughs) i like this whole idea of rat piss being used instead of mace because if I was at a protest and people were like, they're macing us, I'm like, cool, this is what we signed up for. But they're like, they're spraying cat piss. I'm like, go home, I'm going to tweet about right. it. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Disperse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my, God. my roommate is so mad that I told that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now if anybody Don't. wants to rent a room in your group yeah. house, they're going to be wondering. So what's the situation with the rats now? They just yeah. start price gouging, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they first so, look up all the podcast history of everyone who's ever lived at the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to all their content. <laughs> so Pope Gregory the Ninth, he he killed all those cats. Yeah, he uh, he just he, he didn't like them. Um, I'm uh, I'm pulling yeah, up some wrong. information here. Uh, all right, we'll about, come back to you. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Chen, what have you got for us? Oh, I I just recently watched The Prince of Egypt, DreamWorks Prince of Egypt. So I thought we, we were initially just doing kind of a wider plagues thing, and then we lasered in on the, the is it the bubonic or bubonic? Bu- bubonic. Bubonic. Bu- okay. Bubonic. Bubonic. It means to, uh, the, the reason they called it that. Bubos is uh, because it comes from the Latin word uh, bubo, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Italian bilbo. Bucket can't st- keep a straight face. <laughs> and it, uh, it means uh, growth or swelling or pustule. Is that, is that that's true? You're reading that? I'm re- uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's from, the, um, from the online. Oh, I, okay, I believe it then. Well, that's interesting. I that's was nice watching this documentary about the plague last night and um there was a doctor who commented on its origins and you know how it came from fleas new fact learned by chen today well they uh and his name i kid you not his last name was titball titball hell yeah that's the way to go <laughs> like at that point, like if you want to be like taken seriously, it's like similar. I feel like to becoming like a movie star. And you're like, I want to pick a name you could see on a marquee, or you know, you know, like on a poster. If you want to be like a scholar, fix the name. Like, yeah, no one's ever gonna quote Titball. <laughs> and uh, in the YouTube comments of this documentary, with which I highly recommend, it's called Timeline. Uh, it's called The Great Plague. Um, by timeline and uh, the first comment is who's watching because of the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite general like kind of comment on any YouTube video especially like an older song they're like who's watching this in 2019 like like if you're watching this in 2019 it's like people getting off of the people liking their comments yeah. on youtube <laughs> yeah there's a whole community of commenters like i wish i i wish i got into it because some, sometimes it looks really fun 
Anyways, so uh, so what did you have to say about the DreamWorks movie? Um, uh, what, what what were your findings? Well, I I saw like the the locus plague with all the bugs. I was like, well, that's been happening someplace, locus, which I think is yeah. pretty. So interesting. the ten plagues, not really plagues. Yeah. God. <laughs> locust, big plague. I was like, and we're seeing, we saw that in Las Vegas uh, this past year. There was a whole swarm of them, and they're rioting out somewhere in, I think, the Middle East. Yeah. Currently, they're popping off. Yeah, and yeah. It's, that's fucking crazy. I would hate that. Like, I know that we, if anyone was in the, uh, whatever the Maryland region is with the with the lo with the. Cicadas. Cicadas. Yeah, the the seventeen year cicadas. I that was wild. Hate Having cicadas. like gym class, and there are just cicadas yeah. flying everywhere. You can't walk out crazy. without getting swarmed. But like, Brittany so has an interesting relationship to cicadas, right? I do. I really like them. I'm okay with the and I like taking their excess skeletons off and like sticking them to my clothes. I did that when I was a kid, and I got. I ate up a bit about it. <laughs> like really, it was a really early bit, but it's a true story. Um, I kind of, yeah, their shells are so delicate and they kind of, because they're little, the bees uh, in California, kind of tiny spikes, they adhere to your clothes really well. So, you know, I'm all for cicadas. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, they had 10 plagues. That one really stuck with me. And then the, the last one was, I love how you think this is DreamWorks and not the old Testament. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah. DreamWorks made it cool. <laughs> The Moses cartoon is a sexy Moses. Oh yeah, he's sexy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I bet. But Moses in the Bible has a speech impediment. Which one? Yeah. Which Bible? Which no? Which speech impediment? <laughs> oh, I think he had a lisp or mm -hmm. a cleft. So oh, there was really? a theory was that, like, guys, what do you call it? God wants us I, to behave I, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> guys, get across the river quick. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Exodus. We have to Exodus. It's Exodus, guys. <laughs> God damn it. Who named this book Exodus? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so about the ten plagues in DreamWorks. Yeah, the last plague was the the death of the firstborn, which was a pretty big one. But like the loophole <laughs> was like that if you put lambs, uh, sacrifice lambs' blood on your door frame, you uh, you yeah. got a pass. And that's the whole Passover thing. The angel of death comes over your house, and death passes yeah. over you if you do that. But in uh, the movie, one of the guys. This is the Ten Commandments movie. Uh, I think it's Universal back then. Uh, Universal had a live action one and one of the guys liked this girl who was living with some guy who was like I don't believe in that and he was like I'm going to paint the blood on so it passes over and I'm like I don't think that God would be tricked so easily you know yeah. like, why like I know <laughs> these people aren't Jewish yeah. I know <laughs> nice try but I also wish <laughs> yeah. that uh, the, the Jews would celebrate a little harder you know like I know that we have the little uh, thing that goes on the door frame to let yeah. you guys know that little stick mezuzah, mezuzah. <laughs> the, 
So, 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 yeah, it's supposed to be in every door entry in your house, and it has a little prayer in it. Um, it's a little piece of parchment rolled up inside and stuck in there. So if that's is like, it the Wi-Fi password? Nice as a general, it thing. is the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been to yeah. Many to get Passover. it, you'll have to unscrew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been to many Passover dinners and you know and Seder dinners, and we never put the lamb's blood on the outside. I'm like, this could be so much more hardcore. Yeah. Could be really Fuck yeah. Goth as fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's what I thought about the plagues. Is we could be we could be doing better. And are they real? Yeah. Are yeah that that is the question. Um. W- w- well, the whole book of Exodus is does not have any historical um any historical basis. Really? Unfortunately. They're, yeah, they're gonna, I thought they found the basket. There were no Jews enslaved in Egypt. Sorry, guys. Sorry. They didn't find the basket. It's really disappointing. Uh, that, that <laughs> they found the basket. I thought. Yeah. There's no evidence. I mean, it's possible that it was a story about someone else, but they weren't Jews, and uh, yeah, it was just yeah. I, it was just too fantastical. There's no. There weren't the ten plagues. Sorry. I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have made a, a animated movie about it if it didn't happen. So I agree yeah. to disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I accept your criticism, Doctor Chen, and I think we do need to look more deeply into. There, yeah, there was a tribe of people called the Hyksos who were enslaved in Egypt at the time, but they were not Semites, and they were very not not likely to be Jews. Mm. Um and the t- the timing's all off. It's yeah. They f- they fucked up writing that story. Wow. I didn't think you would be the one to be the Egyptian slavery denier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I think Jews have been a- through enough. Like we don't need to play the slavery card. Like I think we've had <laughs> There's so much oppression to choose from. Uh, yeah. So, so who would like to share? Um, oh, did you have more to tell us about Pope Gregory, the night? Um, no, I don't have anything more on Pope Gregory. Uh, I do have um, just some information about how history repeats itself. Um, so Excellent. as we all know, uh, in 1999, um. The uh, song Down With The Sickness was recorded by the band Disturbed, released on their 2000 debut album, uh, The Sickness, and released as the second single from that album after Stupefy. (laughs) What I did uh, in my research find was that in the medieval times, there was a bard. Um, He was called Bard Bartholomew, and he had a famous... uh, song or poem as you would uh called i think i'm coming down with something uh <laughs> in which he started uh off the he song wrote it, by he coughing r- <laughs> 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 like <laughs> similar to yeah so instead Ooh-wah. of the uh, uh he would go <laughs> 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 so so is it the the song but what was the band again 
Oh well, D- Disturbed is the the modern day band. Bard Bartholomew was the uh, the bard. Okay. Who, so we have uh, another would sing case around with his who would walk around with his lute, uh, singing uh, around the corpses in the street. I think I'm coming down with yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> that was that when, was the goth of the 1300s. Um, was he and, the first guy to call out of work? Yeah, <laughs> I can't go in. He actually, a uh, the bard, he he actually lost his restaurant job pretty early on into the into the play. <laughs> oh man, uh, very interesting. Disturbed. Yeah, that's a nice is, little is that tidbit. a is that a song that you recommend? Um. Well, it's you know it's in uh it's in Italian originally, um, so Gross. not if you don't speak Italian, um, or if you just like the sound of uh you know somebody going uh Vergini Mario Nintendo always singing about Fettuccini. <laughs> it is some of the best. Um, cool. Dr. Carney, do you have any information to share with us about the the Black Death? I have some, I have some food for thought to offer. So according to um, Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, scholars believe that the song, the children's song, Ring Around the Rosie, is about the Black Death. What are your thoughts? Do you remember the lyrics to it? Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. So, and then separately. Um, okay, so the plague, like the Latin name for the like the bubonic plague, is um, Pestis Yersinia, and so I was trying to figure out what that's about. So, but then he just named the, it after uh, himself. He took all the credit. Or like whatever. It's like the bacterium. Right, that fuels the plague infection, and so <laughs> the guy who discovered it was a uh, in the 19th century, and then coined the title of this bacterium. His name was Alexander Yersin. He was a Swiss naturalist and um, that physician and bacteriologist, and so um, he sort of he like co-discovered the bacterium that was responsible for the bubonic plague and his last hmm. oh, named excellent. it after himself. There you was, was a Japanese guy who might have discovered it before him, but you know how Yeah, that's what they <laughs> call themselves as scientists. So, oh, I thought... Yeah, I, um, I, I hadn't thought about that. Um, <laughs> like, that's like, an interesting oh, fact natu- to throw um, in like, Oh, natural. Oh, so we didn't listen to him oh, because natu- he wasn't closed. For the first time, that the same Catholic present in the rodent as well as in the human disease, right. <laughs> thus underlining the possible means of transmission. So he is um, also responsible for tracing it to the passage of the rat. Oh, um, yes. Oh, who are we going to commission? Can we get disturbed yeah. on this? Yes. Disturbed would be, would be great. <laughs> I'm sure the front man, David Draymond, would love oh, to... They put out, you know, that ad in uh, the local music publication, uh, Illinois Entertainment, uh, uh-huh. to look for a new singer. Uh, as you know, there's a lot of new metal coming out of Illinois, I- even to this day. 
um, the government has done nothing to stop the spread of new metal. Uh, the response has been, I mean, lackadaisical at best. Uh, so I think we need to address the real problem before we, you know, start, you know, thinking about, oh, I, my throat hurts. Yeah. So uh, back to Ring Around the Rosie. Um, Ring Around the Rosie, it, it referred to the the rash that you would get when you started to contract the Black Death. Then uh, the posies were seen as a preventative measure and would stop you from sneezing. Oh, uh, Naomi, I thought it was you would keep the flowers so that because the plague smelled really bad. And I thought they would keep the posies as sort of just like they would like keep them in their pocket and then hold them up to their nose when they walked. No, just like somebody that like, yeah, like there's yeah, there's like carts of dead people being wheeled through the streets so you're just like oh that smells pretty bad i keep some flowers yeah, and in you my have pocket to understand it also smelled bad Boiled. all the time so it smelled worse on top of it already smelling bad oh, already right. they're like think, oh now oh, this do you think the kid that wrote oh. that little jingle a probably definitely goth like a goth kid uh -huh. but do you think yeah. they had any other hits or is that a one-hit wonder <laughs> Had it. Yeah. Is uh, it Farajaka about killing a bird? <laughs> yeah, I think it's about a dad taking his kid out to kill some birds. To As teach him about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is quality time, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put like charcoal around his eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I saying. wanted to get what into some treatments of in the plague, but I think we should be thinking about the I'm song uh, for coronavirus. I mean, we've all heard it's Corona time, right? <laughs> the classic with with the with Is the it? Mexican accent. It's so good. Oh, like Sleepbird. <laughs> I haven't heard it. It's it's like it's Corona time. <clears throat> Is it's it Corona time. <laughs> yeah, I'd, a lot of people use it on TikTok. Um, oh, okay. Just to report on what's what going on on TikTok that? for everyone else who's not there. Um, I like that. I like that it's a song that existed that is now being appropriated for the cause of giving it a song yeah. instead of like I don't like the play on words versions that people are, like my Corona. I think is a yeah. little. E I think that's e a little easy. That's yeah, that cringy, was a layup. Yeah. Do you remember the first week that anybody heard about this thing and literally every single some everybody had a tweet that was like, oh, what about Corona light virus or like, what about yeah. Like, yeah. all the beer based ones make me sick? Yeah, that's yeah. some real that's some first year first week shit. Yeah, but it's early phase. As Brittany said, we're getting we're, we're getting into the jazz years. We got to start improvising yeah. a little yeah. nuance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's like. That's like phase one. Uh, like is Target mm. the only place that has the escalator with for the shopping cart? Because that's that's cool. I think that's the only I reason. Yeah. I go there. Yeah, locations, like but the Columbia Heights one they do. Yeah. But I don't think any, I've seen I'll, it in I'll any other store. I'll grab a cart store. even if I don't need one. But no other store yeah. has the has the option. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Whole Foods in Williamsburg and 14th Street. They have it. Yeah, in that's in Manhattan. Cool. Oh, I wow. like watching it go up. I'm like, that's my stuff. 
<laughs> you see that? I found all that bread. Look at all that shopping. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you at the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do have some research to present. Um, I, I wanted to focus on how the plague was treated. We have, um, of course, people either fled the city and went to places that were less crowded. We have the killing of dogs and cats that was gone over, and they would lock the houses where where people were infected and put... Uh, you're gonna like this, Chen. They put red paint on the door, a red cross on the door. Hell yeah. Yeah. They really took it seriously. Um Dr. Bucket is missing. Um and then you and then you had uh people who were hired to make sure that people were who stayed inside their locked houses if they were infected. And a lot of people back then believed that the number of dead was higher because uh, they, when you had one infected person in your house, they would lock up everybody inside, like the whole family. And so it, it kind of uh, exponentially made the rate of death a lot higher, especially in poorer neighborhoods. But um, going back to the 1300s, uh, during the first plague, uh, Pope Clement thought that uh, his his aides recommend that he stand he stay behind a wall of fire and, and people would throw things over the wall of fire like throw his food there <laughs> and that's <laughs> and then it before they throw it over they're just like Mwah. i hope this saves you <laughs> they cough on it um but yeah, he did this in the middle of summer. Um, he he just had two fires going, and you know, while he was trying to deliver important news, they were like, "What? I can't hear you over the crackling." <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then two years later, he died of a cold. So had he gotten the plague, I don't think he would have fared well. Um, we went through the bring out your dead. Uh, so some of the recommendations during the London plague of the 1660s. So we're going a little, um, going a little later. Sound effects. Um, we're going a little later. So you, said, <laughs> you were saying they lo if one person in a house got it, they would lock everyone else in that family yeah. in the house just to yeah. like. Con because otherwise they have nowhere to go. So the rich would flee, you know. To, uh -huh. the, to the outside, and you were less likely to get it if you were in a rural area. They would go to their summer homes or whatever. And then the poor, they don't really have the many places to go. So right. if they get infected, that's it. And you want to stay inside and die with your family. <laughs> are, we, are, we all, um, are we all chicken pox kids? Like, you all yes, got it? Yes, I, I got, got chicken pox, pox. hell yeah. I, I got the pox. Yeah. yeah, well, they would, the that's what they would do that. Our generation, they would do that. They would get us all together so that everybody got it, and they would just get it out of the way. Like if they one kid got you it, kiss they kiss each other. They would like set up play dates for you to catch it. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I sick. I hung out with uh, my cousin when she had it, but I never got it. Our gym teacher had shingles, you so he just it. gave it to us. 
Oh, wow. It's really dangerous if you get it as an adult. Yeah. No, I, 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 no, I got it like when I was a teenager. I got it when I was like 14. Oh, that's so tight. <laughs> yeah. Do you get in an oatmeal bath? Yeah. I got a, hey, I got a this really, is an like, acne. Mild case of chicken pox. <laughs> yeah. That's like, what you... <laughs> it was all over my armpits and my, and my groin. Oh, oh no! That sounds like the plague. Naturally you had down the plague. Anyway. <laughs> Good so thing it was, <laughs> I just had, <laughs> I had pox. That's where Good it thing. goes if you're a teenager. It goes downstairs. I love oh, that you. Oh, at least no. you had it in your armpits because otherwise, as a developing teen, you'd be like, it's just the chicken yeah. pox. <laughs> Yeah, Good. Dude, I would have been bragging at 14, uh, telling people, "Yeah, I got an STD." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got this from sex, bro. Oh, oh got, and this chicken pox from a play date. I got it from sex, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Good this thing. brings me to another um, another theory that uh, would heal the bubonic plague was syphilis. So people would have sex with whores, hoping to get syphilis. Oh. And in the documentary I watched, they like cut to two actors, just like, uh, you know, one a whore with face with paint or whatever. Syphilis. And then the guy was was giving it to her from behind, but like as if he were taking a bad medicine, you know, the face of somebody <laughs> who's like. <laughs> Did it work? Oh my God. Like wincing. <laughs> like wincing oh and yeah. yeah. Can you send me that clip? <laughs> just that clip in particular. Yeah, I, I will. I'll send the rest of it. <laughs> uh, you will love it. Um, so another another cure they thought was uh, what was recommended was twenty. This was like for wealthy people uh, to twenty grams of powdered unicorn to eat that in your food. I could imagine Bucket getting into the business of selling powdered unicorn. <laughs> Wait, unicorn? Unicorn, yeah. Like yeah, unicorn, yeah. Like the horse the with the horn. The mythological the, animal. It's, yeah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Which is why I think Bucket would be a good salesman for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Honestly, you'd, you'd, do that you'd now. like have it in the back of a truck. <laughs> yeah. Go around. <laughs> Go around it's town. My, it's in my merch merch area. <laughs> yeah. Powdered unicorn. Get yours here. Five percent off. Use it's just BC powders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Use the coupon code. <laughs> um. Another another cure or preventative measure for the rich was opium dissolved in brandy. Fuck yeah. Fuck that yeah. Sounds, yeah. Can we should actually try that for Corona. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm, the government I'm should game. send that out to us. Yeah. <laughs> they have been. Um then another one which was really interesting was uh tobacco. Especially in the sixteen hundreds. Thirteen hundreds they didn't they didn't really have As much of it. Cure. As a cure. So either carrying it around and smoking it and if uh, and they would make kids smoke it too. If the kids refused to smoke the tobacco, they would get beaten. Jesus. Which is a, another cure that we discussed. Yeah. So. Getting Getting beat. Beat. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now you. <laughs> yeah, it's like your dad making you smoke a whole pack. But. Oh, yeah. For your own good. 
Yeah. Yeah. If my dad caught me uh, flagellating myself, he would make me smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) Are you flagellating in there? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mitigating divine judgment, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I think that's all the information I have. Does anybody else have any uh, factoids they would like to share about the the Black Death? Well, do you think that will? I like the Black Death is already you know a sick name, but it's always referred to still as like the plague. But do you think we'll get another mm-hmm. one to take the title to be the player? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, like coronavirus will have another name. It will be like, I'm not uh, not the Chinese flu. <laughs> <laughs> no. But like, that's just like, do you, are we just too smart for another the plague? No, I think yeah. the plague. The plague. The plague. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, the plague. It's gonna be called uh, COVID nineteen the plague. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a Lin Manuel yeah. Miranda uh, musical. It's COVID nineteen yeah. musical. Oh god! <laughs> Someone is writing a musical out there. Lin Manuel Corona. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It is unfortunate that my last name is basically does basically have corona in it, so I was I actually, uh, obligated to change my name during. I was I, I I didn't know if I admire or was disappointed that Norm Quarrington didn't make it Norm Quarantine because I almost even DM'd him like two weeks ago, like, hey, by the way, just letting you know this is just sitting right there. So yeah, yeah it was right in front of him. That's the evidence they pull up when they're like, Norm wasn't taking this seriously. And you're like, executing us in front of our houses. <laughs> he didn't change his name on social media. Yeah, no, Naomi, you were like, on it. It was come on, man. <laughs> you were Corona Vani, like pretty. You were like right on it. Yeah, pretty early. Maybe even in February, I was Corona Vani. <laughs> yeah. I was way ahead of you guys. Um yeah, I think we should just call it Quarantina, like Italians. <laughs> okay. My mom, my mom texted me yesterday, and she was like, "Andrew, you should make a joke about Quentin Quarantino." And I was like, "I was like, Aw. I was like, I'll let her have it." She doesn't know about memes. I was like, "I'll just let her have this one." Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my mom yeah. sent me a joke. My mom has been going crazy about how the Orthodox Jews aren't taking this seriously. She was like, oh, oh, so they're like still going to weddings and stuff. And some of some of the Jew Orthodox Jews communities have some of the biggest outbreaks, like in New Rochelle, New York. So she's been freaking out about it. Yeah. And um, also, yeah, in Crown Heights and stuff. And she was like, I got a joke for you. Spring breakers with hats. <laughs> did, you give, did you sign her up for Twitter? Just be like, this is Hell where yeah, you dude. need to be. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if she should be broadcasting her opinions on Orthodox Jews. We are Jewish, so we're allowed to say these things. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if she should. <laughs> I like we laugh now, but in like two weeks, she's going to have a writing job at the Tonight Show. Yeah. <laughs> I always told you I was funny. <laughs> that would be my nightmare. Uh, it's like yeah i wonder who i wonder that was a great point to make Brittany. i think that we we need to have a nursery rhyme kind of song to really get through this Uh, i don't even mean necessarily mean like a rapper making a parody i mean like a literally in the canon of children's songs yeah i think somebody should get on it Mm. And it's not going to be me. You heard my attempt. I think Rafi's still around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. In a, in a glass box somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know what we didn't talk about? We don't. We didn't talk about how uh, the Black Death led, or is there some theory that the Black Death led to the Renaissance? Like this outpouring of creativity came after. Oh. Well, that's a huge, it's totally a huge thing. Actually, Petrarch's brother was this monk who was the only survivor of this monastery of like 40 monks. And Oh, yeah. A lot were... of monks died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was the last one. And he would... Um, he was I, the hermit for real. He was <laughs> the, the hermit. It was actually him and his dog. Him and his dog were the only survivors in this monastery out of like 40 monks. And then I, I was like just skimming some, because you know they opened up JSTOR? There's like oh, four yeah. people. I, <laughs> yeah. I need to get on it. I'm... It was funny. It was funny to see who's been posting about that because like that's such a specific <laughs> thing to be excited about. Um, Why don't they open it up now? It's specifically in light of coronavirus? Yeah. I think it has to do with academia being like completely oh, outside of yeah yeah also adobe is giving two months free i don't think we should be promoting more content right now there's okay 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 people making stuff i yeah true true people should really just enjoy entertainment right now that's really what um i hope the listeners come out of uh this with is that they shouldn't be creating at all right now it's time to enjoy and sit back you know yeah Enjoy, enjoy mm-hmm. Fail University and learn from Fail University. You basically will tune in and get the gist of it. But anyways, can you, uh, what were you saying, Bucket, about? Oh, that's kind of, well, there, I was just looking at some, the, the, Petrarch then, um, like the Petrarch and Sonnet and the idea of like um, uh, I, idealized love or idealized aesthetic I, idealism. Um they were associating some of that with like the letters his brother wrote him and met like in isolation, basically. Um, that's it. That's all I was going to say. You were talking about the Renaissance birth of the Renaissance. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this like rebirth or the creativity that people suddenly had because they were just locked inside and all their friends died. So they had to really entertain themselves and maybe this is what we're going to experience now. Well, hopefully not all our friends dying, but definitely um, there is an outpouring of creativity happening. For sure. 
through web series and otherwise. But where yeah. it, it's mostly happening here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, this is Ground uh, Zero. This is yeah. This is the Fail University Renaissance. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. So, uh, any other closing statements? Okay. Uh, well. I think we're wash good. Wash your hands. Hide your kids. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Wash your hands. Lave les mains. We're gonna lock you inside with it. Yeah. <laughs> And spank you. Yeah. Is anybody trying to get it? You know, you know the bug chasers? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You need a a fetish for everything, you know. I think it would would behoove us as um, a research institute for one of us to uh, get it. (laughs) And then, you know, they can relay, like, what's going on. Honestly, yeah. I'm in like the belly of the beast. I'll just go lick like a J train. <laughs> that yeah. would be great. That would be honestly, it would be so good for um for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Can you stop your, your remote cool. dating, Brittany, and start doing some in person <laughs> dating? No, I'm listening. In about half an hour, I'm gonna wa- I'm gonna go to the opera with this guy named Jimmy. We're gonna watch a, a Met streaming. Okay, I hope Jimmy has a dry cough. Um, (laughs) Oh, you're going out with Jimmy dry cough? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, uh, I I wish you and Jimmy dry cough a a wonderful evening at the opera. Thank you so much for joining us, Dean and co-founder, Dr. Brittany Carney. Uh, we also have Dr. Andrew Bucket, who hey. read 40 pages today. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. We Love have it. Dr. Stephen Chen, who did not do the assignment. And thank you, Dr. Summers, who, <laughs> uh, who told us all about Pope Clement and Disturbed. And we'll be back with a nursery rhyme next time. Thank you so much. I'm Na- Dr. Naomi Caravani, PhD Cup with Fail University. Thanks Bye. for having me. Thank you Bye. so much. Thank you. So much esteemed scholars. What an honor to share with you.